You're listening to It Won't Turn Off on edinburghnow.com. The show will begin after this short break. Please stay tuned. This is the student-led voice of Edinburgh University. Over the air and online all the time. 88.9 WFSE, Fighting Scots Radio. Premier sports talk show here in 88.9. I mean, that's safe to say because we're the only sports talk show on 88.9. I'm not going to ask you to spell that because I'm pretty sure we'll be here for the next 30 minutes. It's okay, Tyler. It's all right. When you grow up and put your big boy pants on. Don't miss a minute of the action with the morning after. Weekday mornings from 9 to 10 right here on WFSC. Tyler Trumbauer and his team have the latest in Scott's sports as well as a breakdown of current college and professional seasons every weekday morning on 88.9 WFSE fighting Scott's radio. Support for WFSC is provided in part by John's Wadwood Pizzeria, open daily at 105 Erie Street in Edinburgh. John's menu includes pizza, hoagies, wings, salads, and more. Information is at 814-734-7355 or on the web at johnswadwoodpizza.com. Turn off here on edinburghnow.com or or YouTube or YouTube if you're if it's if it's or you're if it's it up it should be up it hopefully be, you know if not you know things happen if not just get mad at me just rage at Britain for an hour yeah like but don't say anything just get mad and just hold it inside forever yeah no, so, I can handle it I'm like a sponge like, okay. I'll just absorb Britain's just gonna absorb your anger mm-hmm so anyway, <laughs> on today's podcast, uh, we're going to talk some um, Resident Evil 4. Are you sure? That's what it says. Okay. I mean... I mean, it's I on mean, there. I think, I think that might be fake, but... You, you're just like, you threw some fake things in here to I turn don't me know. Off. I don't know, man. Britain, you're crazy. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes. Yeah. Um, we are got. We originally didn't have anything planned for TV, but then something big happened on The Walking Dead last night. So yeah. we're going to talk about that and some theories that go along with that. Um, we're going to talk um, a little bit about Superman's. Well, why Batman hates Superman a little bit. Some Which Batman is important. Superman stuff. That's some important. News. It is some important stuff. Um, Tower of Terror movie. <laughs> yep. Can't um, wait for that. Yes. We're going to talk Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Yeah. That play. There's a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of stuff happening. A lot of stuff today, weekend. so. So, Logan. Yes. How was your weekend? It was good. I had a good weekend. Um, pretty busy. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was pretty busy. I was all over the place. Um, yeah. Hanging out with people, working on some homework. Good. kind of stuff. Solid. So, all over the place. Ups, ups, downs. Exciting, non-exciting. You? Um, it was, like, pretty much a lot of stuff happening nonstop until, like, yes. 3 o'clock on Sunday, and then I finally got, like, some stuff done, yes. got to, like, level 33 in Destiny. See, there you go. So, I'm getting there, almost. Almost there. Um, talked, uh, well, not talked, I played Street Fighter Five Beta, and mm-hmm. ended yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. I can go more into that in games, I guess. Right. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, it was just a it was a gener- generally really busy weekend. There you go. 
Sometimes yeah. those are good, and sometimes those are the worst. Yeah. 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 Yep. It was, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It happened. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, you want to you want to boogie on into games, Britain? Do I want to boogie on into? Yeah, games? we're gonna boogie on in like the Wii exclusive game Boogie featuring yes. One More Time by Daft Punk. Yes, which I purchased yesterday off of I, iTunes. I felt like that was a really good transition. Yeah, maybe it made a connection to. It made a. There was a single. There was connection. a connection there to yeah. what I did. So. I had that game Boogie. I played that game. I really forgot that that existed. You shouldn't have. It. You shouldn't have, because that game Boogie. was pretty bad. Did it have two eyes at the end? No. Hmm. No, it was with an E, I think. The mascot was like this orange man in a white outfit, and there was dancing. Yeah, oh, yeah. I you could make your own that. music videos. Nice, as you should. It was bad. So, from the Wii to the Wii U. Yeah. Britain. See, there we go. That's that's transition. That's the string. That's, that's the, the, string the red string of fate the, that ties the this podcast together. Yes. Resident Evil Four, arguably, a good Resident Evil game. Controversially. Controversially, a good Resident Evil game. <laughs> it's really not like I don't know anyone who doesn't like that game. But hey, if you don't, that's fine. You're allowed yeah. to have your opinion, but you're wrong. Um, it's coming to the Wii U on October 29th. But just in Europe, um, and there's no word on any plans to bring it to North America. So hey, if, good old Nintendo region locking. Yeah, so I mean, if you're uh, if you're in Europe, then that's good for you. If you're one of our European viewers, which I don't think we have any. I'm gonna pretend we do. I like right, to think you, we're huge in Sweden. <laughs> my band is huge in Sweden. Is it? Yeah, my spoken word albums sell like hotcakes. So. Um, Britpop is huge, hugely popular in Sweden. Yeah, that's okay. it though. I love like, it. Like just Sweden. Just Sweden. Just Sweden. Like people in Norway are like, no, my uh, no, don't want this. My version of Starships is like a number one bestseller on almost every Swedish iTunes chart. Nice. That's good to know. So yeah, hey. yeah. <laughs> um, Batman Arkham Knight. <laughs> Uh, is finally returning to PC after its terrible debut on PC when it first came out. Terrible is putting it lightly. Ter- well, yeah, it was. I I believe our favorite term for something it was like the this flaming is a pile flaming of garbage. pile of garbage. Like a uh, flaming pile of garbage that couldn't render in a car made of garbage. Right. That dropped the frame rate hugely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's returning on October 28th after being pulled from Steam due to problems with the graphics and copious other bugs. The re-release is set to include all of the content that has since bec- come to consoles, like the photo mode and character skins. Um, PC users that have purchased the season pass will also be able to access all the bonus content that has been released to date, according to Destructoid. Thanks, Destructoid. Thank you, Destructoid. I think it's funny that they're just not including the season pass content in it. Like, yeah, I feel you like think you they would do that, that as like an apology. Point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, I guess. I mean, it was so bad they had to like take it, was it off. So bad, it was like literally unplayable yeah. on most com- most people's yeah. computers. So yeah. Like, um, bad. Bad. Bad man. Yeah. Arkham, it was bad. It was Arkham. bad man, Arkham, this game doesn't work. Arkham, this, this, game, this game sucks. No, it doesn't. No, it's, the game it's doesn't a good, suck. It's a good it just game. sucked if you tried to play it on PC. Yeah, that's... It's disappointing because I was actually considering getting it on PC. Because, yeah. like, my computer probably could have run it. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, maybe. But mods and stuff. And, like, I know there was a lot of people working on mods for the game. And some of them are really cool. Like, one of them actually made the game playable. So, I mean, right, that's a positive. But it just, there's no point to do that now that yeah. I have it for PS4. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, PC users. Sorry. So, if you pre-order Call of Duty Black Ops 3 at GameStop, you get a Nuketown-themed weapon, camo, reticles, and calling cards. You also get the Nuketown map for multiplayer. Fun fact, Nuketown in the game, mm-hmm. it's uh, stylized with a 3 instead of an E. Oh. It's clever. 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 Oh, subtle nod in. Not so subtle. Subtle not yeah, so subtle nod in. So it has a Nuketown-themed weapon. So is it a nuclear weapon? No, I think it's just, it's like a skin, like a, mm. a weapon skin that somehow gotcha. affiliates itself it with like the Nuketown, Nuketown map environment. What was a good map, multiplayer map? Probably I mean, one of my yeah. Favorites. Which was um. in, let's see, so Black Ops 1 had Nuketown. Right. Black Ops 2 had, like, also Nuketown, but it was a bit different. Yeah, they had, like, some kind of stylized change to it or something like that. And then this one is going to have Nuk mm. 3 Town. It's new, it's new, the, th- it, the, the, the 3 yeah. is the E. So, like, it's it's N-U-K 3 right. T-O-W-N. Okay. Always good to know. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a thing. So, yeah, if you're a fan of Nuke Town and all that stuff. If you're stuff, a fan Nuke, of the Call Nuketacular. of Duty. It is a good map. No, that, it, was a, it was probably one of my favorite maps from that game. I also did really like, um, I remember one of the map DLC things you could get for Black Ops 1. They recreated Cliffside from World at War, Yeah. Um, which was probably my favorite map in World at War. So they recreated that, but they reimagined it as a golf course in Cuba. That's great. Um, I forget what it was called. It was like four or something like it had some kind of golf <laughs> pun as the name but it was really cool because it was just like this map that i really liked but yeah completely different yeah so that that's cool i like when they do that like yeah. black ops the series has kind of always stuck to its roots and callbacks mm-hmm. and all that and yeah. it's cool and the zombie mode in black ops 3 looks interesting yeah so it does yeah so something completely different <laughs> the new bomber, the new Bomberman game is coming yeah. out for smartphones exclusively. That's fun. It has multiplayer across Android and iOS devices, as well as has a 100 stage single player mode. So that's that's pretty cool. One, that's a lot of stages. That is a lot of stages. Two, probably going to be free to play. I'm hoping it's free to play. Three, it's all totally good if it's free to play. Bomberman's fun. I do really like Bomberman. And like, it's unfortunate that. See, I would like to see Bomberman come back. You know, like, think of the capabilities of doing Bomberman on the Wii U, like with the gamepad. Yeah, you could it would totally. Work well. Yeah, you could totally use the gamepad easily for that mm-hmm. style of gameplay. And I mean, I guess if you want the story mode to be different, Bomberman know, X more Zero. like. No, <laughs> no, <but laughs> more like. <laughs> Uh, like Bomberman 64-esque. Yeah, yeah Bomberman yeah. 64 is That'd solid. be cool. But then the multiplayer could still be kind of a throwback mm-hmm. to original Bomberman. There were a lot of, um, there are actually 
a ridiculous number of Flash-based games that kind mm-hmm. of take the Bomberman take the formula. Yeah. So, like, if you're really in a fix for Bomberman, you can play those. But right. I am excited for I'm going to get it. It'll probably yeah, no, kill it, the battery of my phone. But And definitely if it's free to play, I'm going to jump yeah. on that. So. I'm, I'm going to hope it is. If it is, there's probably so. going to be a version with ads and then yeah. one you can buy. Because it's right. Konami yeah, publishing it, by the way. Oh, okay. So... Did Konami make the original? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't remember. The the original it. is Hudson Soft. I know. Yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yep. With a little B. Yep. They got the B. They had the B logo. You know what doesn't have a B logo? What doesn't have a B logo, Britain? <laughs> Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes. Indeed, it does not. There is no B <laughs> in that at it, all. It's uh, even it, the letter B isn't in that <laughs> at all. The letter B, however, is in Link Between Worlds. It and is. That's when Triforce Heroes um it takes place after that. That's cool. So you play the Link that you played as in A Link Between Worlds. Right. So you play you play as the Link in A Link Between Worlds that can now split into t- two other Links. No, those are two just other people. They're just like two other people that just happen to have yep. the same like clothes and skill set as Link? Yeah. So it's not like a Four Swords adventure where you're like split, split up into nope. four different personalities? Nope. Hmm. Okay. They're, they're actually different people. Okay. So that's that's interesting. Um, did you ever check out the game with that code thing? I did not. Did you? It's yeah. It's interesting. It's like it's in my inbox. Some. I mean, you sent it to me, so it's in my inbox somewhere. It's. it's I just haven't. I need to dust my 3D off at uh, some point. Yeah, mine's not charged. Also, mine doesn't really hold a charge anymore. Like I think it's dying, which is likely because I have like the old. Zelda one that came with um, Ocarina of Time, mm. yeah. but um, it's all right. The puzzles are, you know, kind of simple. Um, but then again, it was just a demo, so I'm sure they'll be right different right. by the time the game actually oh, comes yeah. out. But the costume system's kind of interesting. So yeah, like, that's an interesting idea. Instead of having weapons and sub weapons, you just throw on different costumes, throw on different outfits. So and you can be like Samurai Link. You can be Zelda Link. So cross-dressing. Yeah, Link. yeah. So I mean, hey, let's. Hey, Link. You know, he's he's he can do whatever he wants to do. Link's the hero in this timeline, so yeah. You know, anyone's gonna say something about it. Well, yeah, well, he saved the world, so yeah. If he wants to dress up like the princess every once in a while, just let him be. You know, let him do what he wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of doing <laughs> what you want to do. <laughs> We should just be like, what is the, what is today's podcast? <laughs> so today's podcast is b- bad transition cast. Um, <laughs> payday two microtransactions are bothering people. <laughs> yeah, so people don't like it. Overkill, the creators of Payday, have always stuck by their decision to not include microtransactions, but it seems they have changed their mind. Um, Almir Listo, yeah, Listo, Listo. A producer for Overkill stated in a Reddit AMA that, quote, we understand that there is a lot of fury, anger, and disappointment with us adding this, um, sorry, period, period. From an economical standpoint, however, completely based on statistics, we can already see that the black market update is working as we intended. So, I mean, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't agree with this practice. Yeah. As I played uh, Payday 1 a mm. bit 
Um, I watched my brother play, play Payday 2 a lot. He really, really likes Payday 2 and has bought that game like several different times for mm-hmm. some reason. But at the same point time, I've bought many games many times too. Right. So it's a good game. And it they put a lot of work into it and making sure it's balanced and fun and will be free. Mm-hmm. But this kind of contradicts all of that and right. almost all of the goodwill that they've harbored right. with people so far. Mm-hmm. So... I don't, I don't know if, like from a, from a, like he said, from an economical standpoint, it makes sense. Right. Because they can keep getting revenue from something that people usually only buy once and is on sale pretty much all the time at this point. But at the same time, it, it's kind of, it's not great from a consumer standpoint, unless, you know, like that's something you really want to do. Like, Mm -hmm. like I'm not upset at the at the like idea of microtransactions mm-hmm. like i don't use them i guess except in hearthstone which you don't have to but it you know i have a right. horrible addiction to trading card games so there's that but um i don't know it it may be bad it may be good it may be bad people it are upset i mean the internet gets yeah. upset at everything so. oh yeah they do hey um, I just don't understand <laughs> the obsession with microtransactions yeah. in games. Like, I really, I really yeah. hate it, and I think it's really dumb. And I, I think a lot of times it ends up, unless there's some kind of balancing point built into it, I think it makes games really unbalanced. Yeah, it like can. I know with I know with five, then they say you can do Halo Five. Halo Five Guardians of Gahul. No, just Guardians. Guardians of Gahul, like the owls, no. like the Zack no. Snyder movie no. with the owls. We're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, Halo Five Guardians. Um, they have the microtransaction in it, but they've also said that like, oh, just because you buy um, the rec card pack and you yeah. get something doesn't mean you can use it right away. Yeah, you know, you might, you still might have to level up to be able to even use that. Mm-hmm. Which, like, that's fine, but, you know, then certain things, like, there are some games where it's just like, oh, you want to be really good? We'll just give us a bunch of money. A lot of MMOs are like that. Yeah. Like, a lot of... And not... I hate that. I think that's stupid. It takes away the point of the yeah. game of earning it. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to be like, well, that guy's really cool, but that's just because he shelled out, like, a hundred-some dollars. Mm-hmm. Which, Maple Story can be like that. Yeah. The <laughs> incredible example of an MMO that is Maple Story. <laughs> Um, but yeah, a lot of mobile games, a lot of free-to-play MMOs yeah. do that, and they get you in some way, shape, or form. I just hate it. It's a trend in gaming right now, and I wish it would just kind of die off. I don't think it will, though. No, like, it won't. It definitely won't, because you're right. It's a way for game companies to be able to keep getting revenue. Yeah. I mean, But, if, like, it, you know, it's not like they don't make money yeah. off of their games. If, if people were to stop buying free-to-play stuff, then it probably would go away. Right. But clearly there is a market for it. It's just that's not us. Right. Yeah, no. So Somebody out there likes it, but somebody. it's definitely not me. <sighs> All right, Britton, good, lu- good luck with your transition. Um, Wait for it. The internet is upset about that, but the internet was also upset about the fact that the Darth Maul game in production by Red Fly Studios job, got canceled. However, in a new report... Um, the Darth Maul game may actually see the light of day after all, as the mentioned previously, Red Fly Studios are working on a, quote, full next-gen demo of Maul to show to the powers that be, meaning Electronic Arts, mm. according to Dan Borth, the CEO and owner of the company. The game was originally set to come out for Wii U, Xbox 360, and PS3 to create a playable representation of Darth, 
Darth Maul's adventures before the events of episode one. And it looked really good, and George Lucas was upset with it, and he wanted this character that was born, like, years and years and years and years after Darth Maul to be the companion, Mm. which wouldn't have made any sense because, you know, timelines, but... Yeah. Since George Lucas wasn't happy with it, they kind of ended up scrapping it, just like Star Wars 1313. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1313 would have been cool. Yeah. Um, I hope it happens in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I'm sure they'll do something similar to it, um, at least in some aspect. Because there has been a lot of talk from you know, Lucas Arts of, like, it seems like they really want to pump up their Star Wars yeah. game. And Amy Henning, previously a Naughty Dog, um, has been working on something in secret, yeah. so... Yeah, but yeah, but I think the mall game would definitely have been cool. Um, yeah, I really like Darth Maul. I think you know, for a lot of people, he was of the prequels one of their favorite villains mm-hmm. in the prequels, and it's just kind of as I mentioned before when we were talking about um, Seven and the new trilogy. Um, I think that was one of the unfortunate things is like each movie in the prequels was kind of like, hey, here's this really cool guy. Yeah, um, enjoy liking him for like an hour. <laughs> like Maul, his his like Darth Maul could have pro- probably could have lasted throughout the franchise. And that well, he, cool. he not the franchise, but the prequel. The, yeah, the prequel series definitely. Yeah. Like he's shown up in the Clone Wars animated series. He's shown up right. in um, I don't think he's shown up in Rebels, but in the animated series, he kind of just like disappears. Like he's not like killed. But... Yeah, I think it's yeah. It's one of those things where it was like it was in a comic. Where he was like mecha mall. Yeah, he, had, he, like, robotic he got legs. robotic legs. Yeah, after going crazy. And, like, and I think in the comic he fights Obi Wan on Tatooine. Yeah, they fight at, again at one point. Yeah, and then his brother um, Savage Opress comes, yeah. and then they start teaming up. And See, I'm I'm not a huge Clone Wars fan. I know that might be like to some people like, how dare you? That show's I mean, great. No, it's understandable. Um, just because I think it just messed up things so much when you compare, like, is it considered canon? It is. It's canon. Yeah. Okay, because that's Rebels, also really dumb when you look at it with the <laughs> movies. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, here's this thing that we're considering canon, but I guess between films, Anakin never m- wanted to mention, like, hey, remember when like Darth Maul came back? <laughs> Do you remember like that new Sith Lord that we had yeah. to fight? Like, yeah. I think it makes this movie stupid when you make it canonical because it's like. Oh, you remember that elite group of clones that, like, roamed around? Yeah, I guess we're not going to ever mention them or talk about them no, ever. Of course not. Like, that that's what I think makes it stupid when you make that show canonical. Like, if it's just like, yeah. okay, we made a show for kids, you know, whatever, and, well, kids and, you know, had young the, adults. I feel like, though, had the show come out in between the episodes, like, yeah, when, when they actually make play, take place, then there could have been references to it yeah. in the live-action films. Yeah. But since they are all coming out afterwards, yeah. it does kind of seem disjointed yeah, from and the that's, actual Yeah, that's why I think, like, just don't make it canonical. Yeah. But. Yep. You know oh, what? Oh, well, Star Wars, I love the 100% death, but it it's messy. <laughs> there's, a, yeah. there's a lot of mess in there. But Unfortunately. That's okay. You know what's not messy? What? Street Taking... Fighter Five. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot you wanted to talk about that. Um, just for a little bit, uh, Sunday. Sunday, um, Sunday, Sunday. There was a, thank you, there was a really um, large surprise in the fact that the whole roster that has been announced so far, except for Lara, was playable. That's like, cool. the, the beta was originally just going to be um, mm-hmm. six, yeah, it was like a six characters, yeah. 
And then um, every other character that's been announced was made playable on Sunday. Um, I got a few matches in. It's it's really good, but um, at the same time, like, it's it seems like it's going to be hard for mm. new players to get into. Um, like, it's it's easier than ever to um, like input combos and special moves and everything because mm-hmm. there aren't really any charge characters except for Bison. But it's mechanically a lot more in depth than four was. Gotcha. But not as in depth as three. But I like three more. From what I've played of five, I like it more than four, but it it's it's different. It's it's something something different. Gotcha. So I just I'm I'm hoping when it actually does come out in um March that it's a bit more balanced because mm-hmm. there are a select few characters that are just if you know what you're doing like you could destroy everyone every single time. Right. And I mean it is just the beta, so not everyone has had the time that they would like to put in with it yet. So that makes sense. But yeah. but yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what else is cool? Uh, me. Britain. And you. And Yes, and us. And we're we're so cool, in <laughs> fact, that uh, we're going to take a break. Okay. Uh, and then we'll be back because, you know, everyone's going to have to take breaks from the massive amount of coolness that you hear here. That makes sense. So, uh, yeah, so we'll be back right after, right after this. Right after. So uh, stay tuned. Come back. We've got a lot of good stuff to still talk about and all that. <laughs> Everything you need for Edinburgh is at edinburghnow.com, including live streaming of our station. Edinburghnow.com and WFSC, they just plain damn well go together. Do you want to learn more about your favorite artists or your favorite songs? Like interesting pop culture facts? Then tune in to 88.9 WFSC Fighting Scots Radio Wednesday, 2 to 3 p.m. When I, DJ Mac, report on the latest pop culture happenings and inform you about your favorite songs and favorite artists. So tune in either on the dial or online at edinburghnow.com to find out what's trending in today's pop culture. WFSC is sponsored in part by Edinburgh Apartment Rentals, offering new apartments and townhouses to students and residents located directly off the Edinburgh University campus. The main office is in the Edinburgh Apartment Rentals Plaza, right off of Darrow Road, next to Norman's Pizza. More information is at 814-734-2700 or online at rentedinburgh.com. And we're back, aren't we, Britain? Britain, don't. <laughs> you do this all the time. We're back. We are. And I know we are. Okay. We, we are back. You watched me click the button. I saw you do it. Um, you so were a originally, we didn't have anything in TV, but as I said, something kind of big happened on The Walking Dead last night. We had to talk about it 100%. This is a huge spoiler if you have not seen it. Um, I would mute now. Probably we'll talk about for this for a, a little minutes. bit. So maybe I don't know. Would you think like jump head like maybe ten minutes even? Ten minutes? Are we maybe gonna, not are ten. We gonna go ten minutes? Well, it, when we have get into the theory, you never know. But jump forward, and if you hear us still talking about Walking Dead, then go a bit. Then further. go a bit further because this is huge spoiler territory. If you haven't seen it, if you don't want it ruined for you, I'll put don't on, listen. I'll put the the time signature in the uh, description. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. Anyway, so we're just going to jump in right now. So starting now, if you don't want to hear it, um, jump forward, whatever. Okay. So on The Walking Dead last night, um, it was kind of a bit – it was a big episode. It was really um, for – and I was kind of happy because, you know, they've gotten kind of into a – I don't want to say a rut, but it was like, okay, you had some people from Alexandria die, but, you know, in the end, like, the main audience doesn't really care. I mean, you might have some people, um, you know – 
that are really fully dedicated into the comics, which awesome, good for you. No, the Alexandria people aren't great. Yeah, but like maybe some because just how like how fan bases work, there yeah. might be one person be like, no, they killed that guy. He needed his justice. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. But all in all, it's been like, okay, yeah, we've lost a lot of people from Alexandria, but nothing really big happened. And then last night's episode, it was really intense. I, it like, was. It was edge of your seat yeah. kind of stuff, especially near the second half of it. Yep, definitely. Um, the big thing, obviously, that we're going to talk about is the alleged, um, we're saying alleged. Apparent. Air quote. The apparent quote, the apparent death of Glenn on the episode. <laughs> yeah, so if you didn't watch it, but you don't care about spoilers, I guess. Um, well, okay, he died a while ago in the comics. Yeah, well, in, so. the, yeah, in the comics, he he died, a, you know, a while a ago. A long so, time ago. So it's not out of the realm that you know, Glenn can die because, but the fact that the show is kind of taking its own path, I mean, in reality, compared to the comics, Shane was dead by like the second episode. Yeah. Um, you know, Daryl doesn't even exist in the comics, you know, mm-hmm. so they're, they're making their own story. It's kind of like, just, like Game of Thrones at this point. Right. They're just yeah. using the comics as inspiration. Which is smart. Than, it yeah, is. because you're right. Then you're going to have somebody that's be like, oh yeah, this person's going to die right here because this is where they die in yeah. the comics. And that's not fair. But, um, you know, Glenn has been there since the beginning yeah. of the show. I mean, He's he, also a fan favorite. He is a huge fan favorite. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, me too. Uh, I really liked Glenn. You know, I think um, I watched Talking Dead afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. Chris Hardwick was talking about it. And he kind of put it in the exact way of why I like Glenn too. He's like, you could, you know, as kind of a nerd, which obviously I'm, I'm, I accept that word. I will reclaim the <laughs> nerd label. Um you kind of saw yourself in him because, like, yeah. Glenn at the very beginning, he was just, like, this kind of nerdy guy, you know, whatever. But then he becomes a capable. Then, yeah, then he becomes yeah. capable. He's out in the world, that kind of stuff. So, obviously, it hit people pretty hard, but mm-hmm. there is still reason to believe that maybe he didn't die. Yeah. Because um, in the scene when he's dead, when he gets killed, um, he's with, uh, I can't think of his name now. Um Guy. He's he, one. <laughs> he's with that guy. Yeah, he's with the guy that shot him earlier. Yeah, was that the season finale or was that early on in the? No, it was season finale. Yeah, um, yep. that shot him earlier. You know, Glenn, uh, throughout the series, actually um, on the TV show, he's been really kind of big on giving people second chances. Yeah, um, they actually said on the Talking Dead last night that Glenn actually, if you go back and watch it, he's never killed a person. He like, mm. hasn't actually, mm-hmm. like, killed a person. He usually, you know, he's just killed walkers, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but he usually gives them a second chance. He tries, you know, whatever. He always gives people the option of not having to do this. Like, yeah. you know, there's even times when he's been like, you don't want to do this, and then they do it, and he, like, knocks them out. But, like... I think that's kind of why he he's more of a... Um a little bit more of a believable character than yeah Rick he's at he's this a point. call to the humanity yeah. of it you know whereas Rick is completely you know off the walls now he's like yeah I'll kill <laughs> that guy I'll kill that guy I'll kill that guy I'll rip that guy's throat out yeah well that guy that throat he ripped out you know was gonna murder him and yeah well, his well, group yeah. seemed like they were gonna do terrible things to Carl as well um, so understandable yeah but still you know Rick is basically moralist now so it's kind of yeah. refreshing to have a character like Glenn. That still has morals. You know, he's not quite like Daryl to some extent does. Daryl does. Yeah, yeah Daryl's gotten there. Um, but you know, you don't. 
he wasn't quite like Dale or no. some people that were like, no, we need to like rebuild society and this kind of stuff. But he was like, you know, he was a part of the apocalypse without losing himself. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big thing of why it's hitting fans so hard that he allegedly died. But there's, as as I started to say, <laughs> there's reason to believe that he's not because he's with character's name. <laughs> he's with the guy. I'm and gonna, like find out what the character's name yeah, is. Yeah, look it up. But okay. anyway, um, in the scene, if you haven't seen it, uh, that character, he actually shoots himself because they're surrounded by walkers. There's like no way out. They're standing on top of a... Um, dumpster and there's walkers everywhere. The horde has kind of followed them in there. And then it's strange because he shoots himself um, and then instead of just like letting him fall and Glenn's still on top of the trash can in the dumpster, Glenn like falls with him. He like grabs onto him, which I think was also kind of weird because it's like, He's dead. Like, you know, he I shot himself in the head. You know, because he wasn't even holding him when he shot him. Yeah. It was like he grabbed onto him after. And so they both fall off the dumpster, but it's like explicitly seen. Like, I, I, and this is what's leading me to believe that Glenn might not be dead. It's explicitly shown that they fall and the other character lands on top of Glenn. Yeah. And so, but then you start seeing you know, organs and, like, this guy being ripped apart. And, like, it looks like it could be Glenn, but it also looks like it could just be that character as well. And it well. might be. Um, and they did say on The Talking Dead, um, they had a... Um, Nicholas. They had a mess- what? Nicholas. Nicholas, yes. Yeah. Nicholas is the character. So Nicholas shoots himself, falls... They fall together into the horde of zombies. Nicholas is on top of Glenn and, you know, whatever. And the producer of the show actually sent a message to The Walking Dead, uh, the Talking Dead, because um, they knew they were going to be talking about it on there. Yeah. And, and he said that it was implied that some form of Glenn was going to be seen again to kind of complete that story. So basically, the producers of the show weren't even saying, like, Oh yeah, he's one hundred percent dead. Yeah, the implication was kind of like you either either he lived, or you're gonna see him as a walker, or you know like yeah. They even went as far as saying you might see pieces of him again, which is kind of disturbing. Yeah, only a but, little, only a little. But I, I don't think he. I I don't. I think there's a significant chance that he's not dead. Yeah, you know, um, specifically because if Nicholas was on top of him, then. You know, like we know that walkers at this point kind of aren't, you know, the keenest creatures. Right. And if the the scent of dead body is on Glenn, they might right. leave him alone. Well, which is yeah. how they survived in um the city in the first season. Yeah. So. Well, and there's the there's the thing too is like, you know, if he's on top of him, I, I don't know, there is a chance that he could crawl out from underneath him, mm-hmm. maybe get back onto the dumpster or something like that. But apparently we are going to see Glenn at some point again, whether that's him being alive, him being, which I don't see him being a walker either. Cause if that was him being ripped apart, you don't see people that are ripped apart like that as walkers. No, Like they don't, it's not like the zombies are like, Oh yeah, I got my fill. I guess we'll <laughs> just leave him. And now he's a zombie. Yeah. You know, so 
I, I don't know. I, I personally think it makes sense for Glenn to live. Yeah. Plus, um, like, I don't think his, his character arc is really done. Right, and it's kind of a weird thing. Number one, they're doing, they did it just, like, episode three. Yeah, you know, so which it's is not, really early in the season for things like this to be happening. And usually when a main character dies, I mean, there were other instances where a main character died not on a significant episode. Like, Lori, she was killed on episode four, I think, of yeah. that season. So, you know, it has happened, but most of the time, Big things like that, like, uh, once again, well, then again, if you're listening to the spoilers of this, I don't need to say spoiler alert for the other one. But no problem. Um, Beth's death was the season finale. Yeah. Another reason I don't think he might be dead is usually when it is a main character being killed, mm-hmm. it's like the end of the episode. Yeah. Like, you know, you with Beth's death, you saw her shot, whatever, and then the, the episode ended with just, like, Daryl bringing her out. Mm-hmm. You know, but this, it was like you showed Glenn's apparent death, but then there were still 15 more minutes of the episode. Yeah. And also the next episode, so this Sunday's episode is actually a 90-minute episode. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, a half an hour longer. going to happen. Probably. So, you know, I, I don't know what they're going to do there unless it's it does involve Glenn, you know, like maybe trying to get him back or, yeah. you know, whatever. Because yeah. no one else knows that he's been quote-unquote, killed if he has been. You know, because the rest of the yeah, group, they true. split up. Um, you know, Michonne, um, and uh, I can't think of his name. Um, Heath. Uh, Michonne and Heath mm-hmm. and the one other guy from Alexandria. Uh, they're walking. They're going back. They're heading back to Alexandria. They got out. You know, they lost a couple people there as well. Mm-hmm. You know, Daryl's off on his own. You have Abraham and um, Sasha all three of them are technically leading the horde away still. Rick's off on his own, and he almost got killed by the wolves as well. Go, Rick. Go, Rick. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I, I think they probably used it more for, like, hype value because, you yeah. know, now everyone that's oh, every, Everyone was talking about it. Everyone like, was talking about everyone. it. You know, everyone's going to be tuning into this next episode to see what yeah. happens. That's what I think it is. I, th- I think Glenn could still be alive. Yeah. I mean, even if you didn't watch the episode, you probably learned that something was up because literally everyone was talking about right, and it's, the death of a character. And it's still, you know, when other characters have died on the show, it's straight off been just like, yeah, they're they dead. are very dead. They're dead, yeah. you know, and they would, you know, whatever. But this is one of the, I don't know if I want to say one of the first because there are, I guess there have been other characters where it's a questioning if they're alive or dead. Mm-hmm. Um, Sophia, I think, is the one that comes to my mind right away. Um, Carol's daughter. Mm-hmm. But um, but this is like one of the first big ones where it's like, yeah, we're showing what looks like them being ripped apart, but we're not saying they're dead. Yeah. It would have been clear if he was dead. Yeah, like usually the walking dead, it's not like... And then they would have talked about it. You know, you, you see Bob getting get bitten. You yeah. know, you saw him, you, you know, like you watched him die. You know, Tyrese... You saw yeah. him bitten. You know, you saw... That, that was really sad. Tyre- like Tyrese, the, Tyrese was one of probably... That episode kind of got to me. I really liked Tyrese. He's just one of my favorites. Um, so, I don't know. There's still a lot to be looked at there. I'm just... I'm holding out hope, I think, because as I said, Glenn's one of my favorites. So, I'm holding yeah. out hope that he's not dead. All right. So, uh, spoilers done. Okay. So, that was at um, 
Okay. Okay. Cool. I'm write that so down. no more spoilers. Where's but, the um, thing? Yeah. Um. But now we're gonna jump into movies. Okay. Well, right after I write this down. Thirty-seven, thirty-three. Yeah. Okay. Um, so George Clooney is set to direct the new Coen Brothers film entitled Suburbicon, mm-hmm. which is apparently going to be a noir-style film centering on a on small-town crime in a 1950s town, according to Clooney himself. So that's cool. Crime films are fun. Noir films are fun. George yeah. Clooney's really good at directing. Yeah, no, he's a good director. And um, the Coen Brothers are writing, so it'll be strong. Yeah. Most likely. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like noir. That's kind of me cool too. As well, I I really do. Yeah. Have you ever watched um, Alphaville? No, I have not. It's a good movie. I mean, it's French and it's hard to find with subtitles, but um, it's it's a very interesting um kind of look at the noir genre and kind of where it got its beginnings. Oh, that's cool. If you're interested, yeah. Yeah, I'll try and find it. Um, anyway, not noir. <laughs> Henry Cavill has explained why Batman hates Superman so much in Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Good. And it's because, quote, one of Bruce's buildings gets destroyed in the final battle in Man of Steel. And he's trying to save all the people inside the building, so he... But he can't. I but guess he can't. probably what that is. Um, so, he is, so he is this angry person who fears what Superman might do, may do. Um, ben Affleck also added to this, saying that Bruce has, quote found himself in a place of harboring a tremendous amount of rage for Superman. I can buy that. I mean, yeah, like... that makes sense. That, I don't know why that needed to be explained, because I thought that was heavily implied mm-hmm. in the trailer. I mean, they even... You know, I don't know if people were thinking that, like, Superman flew into the Wayne um, building in Gotham. But, no. like, when I saw it, I was like... This looks very similar to shots in Man of Steel. Like, it Mm -hmm. reminded me a lot of when, um, you know, when that building was falling down and, you know, people were running away from it um, in Man of Steel. So that's what I always assumed that was in Metropolis as well. Yeah, it was the the Wayne, like, finances building or something. Yeah. So, um, So, yeah, no, I can see that. You know, that's still the motivation for it is a little iffy but then again i guess when you take in to the fact that how batman is of you know i know there's this idea of that batman doesn't kill people but in the comics and movies and stuff like that it's like he totally does yeah like people totally die because of batman mm-hmm. a lot but, but he tries not but he to. tries to yeah and you know he's very you know careful very careful and you know whatever that kind of stuff so i can understand him being mad at um, Superman. Superman for it being like, yeah, you saved the day. Quote, but a unquote, lot of innocent people you, died. A lot of innocent people died because of you. Yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah, and I can see that. And and I kind of like that, honestly, because that was like one of the biggest plot holes of Man of Steel was like that, yeah. half of Metropolis was destroyed. It's and like then everybody go. was like, yeah, you're Superman. So uh, I like uh, that they're taking that plot hole and kind yeah. of making it like, no, that happened and... It like, affected people. It affected people. Yeah. I like that. Yep. So. So that's good. I'm looking. Um, I get increasingly more interested in the movie as we kind of learn more about it. Yeah. I, I like the clearing up of detail. Like, yeah. No, when it too. first was announced and, you know, first you had Affleck, which I was like, okay, <laughs> 
I'll give him a chance. I didn't like immediately hate it like everybody else did, but I was like, <laughs> I'll give him a chance. He just still wasn't my first pick. Yeah. Still isn't my first pick. You know, and then there was the whole uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Lex Luthor thing, and now he's Lex Luthor Jr. Which, yeah, um, I like better. Yeah, and now you're getting a little more of the motivation behind Batman. So I agree. I'd, I'm probably getting more excited as it gets yeah. closer. Like very minor increments of excitement, but yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, like I was. I'm going to see it anyway, regardless yeah. of if I'm excited yes. about it or not. But I, I think. With the direction it appears to be going at this point, with the details that we've been given, it's going to be a more interesting movie than what I anticipated mm-hmm. when it was first announced. Yes. Speaking of things that were anticipated, and by anticipated I mean I had no idea, or right. neither had any desire either, but mm-hmm. Disney is planning on making a new Tower of Terror movie um, with the writing talent of John Ar- August, who wrote the remake of Frankenweenie and mm-hmm. Big Fish. So, I mean, that's kind of interesting, I guess, because Tower of Terror, the theme park attraction mm-hmm. at Disney, was based off of the movie Tower of Terror. Right. And now there's a new movie coming out yeah. based on that. I always think it's kind of weird that they tie that into the Twilight Zone as well. Yeah. Because there isn't a Twilight Zone episode No. about that. Like, the actually, the beginning, the little video that you watch when you go into the Tower of Terror ride... It actually is an edited opening to a Twilight Zone episode. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, when he says, you know, what you see here, and then it's the elevators and then it goes into the story, whatever. Uh, in the actual episode, it's a map of the United States, is what he's like. Yeah. You know, so what you see here is a map of the United States. And whatever. So that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, you know, I'd like to see how that goes. Um I don't know how much they can do with it. Really. No, me neither. Because that original movie. Because you know it's... what is, what happens. You know, it's yeah. one of those things where it's like, okay, Titanic was hugely successful, but like nobody watched that and was like, the boat sinks. What? I'm sure there were. Some well, there was. Okay, there were, there were people on Twitter that thought, you know, it didn't actually happen, and that it was just a movie, and then they found out and were like mind blown, and that's why I have little faith in humanity sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know the elevator's going to crash. And you know the building is going to get struck by lightning. Yeah. So it's like, unless most of the film's just going to be a build-up to people getting in an elevator, which is a really lame plot. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe you started off with the accident like they did in the original movie, yeah. right? Um and then you go more into the hotel being haunted, which is yeah, that's what the that's what the movie is. Well, yeah, but, but in the the original movie, they were like basically like Casper, weren't they? They were yeah. like friendly ghosts. They're just yeah. like we died here, but you, we need you to help solve a mystery. Or basically, something. basically. And so you only cool have like a certain they, amount of time to do it before yeah. lightning strikes again or something. Yeah, it would be cool if they took that and kind of turned it on its head of just like here's this haunted hotel now. Yeah. American Horror Story Hotel Disney version. Yes. Um, Just kidding. I don't want that. As far as Disney quote-unquote horror movies goes, um, I'm a lot less excited about this as I am for um, the Haunted Mansion remake they're doing. Yeah. I like Haunted Mansion. It has Benicio Del Toro connected. Not Benicio. uh, Guillermo Del Toro connected to it at one point. I didn't know that. I don't know if he was still 100% in on it, but I remember at one point they were looking at him to either write or direct 
I mean, that'd be really cool if he And then was. I think Ryan Gosling is set to star Well, in I'm it? sold then. That yeah, no, like, like everything I heard about me. it sounds like <laughs> it would be a 100% improvement yeah. of the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion. Which I'll have to look and see I'm if those okay details are still um, around, but that's what yeah. I thought uh, at one point at least that they said those two were connected to it. I'd watch it. Oh, no, I'd 100%. I'd watch it a lot. That. That'd be cool. Um, so, yeah, Tower of Terror movie. And we're going to wrap movies up. We're going to wrap up movies. With one more story. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp is going to be starring in the movie version of Fortunately the Milk, mm-hmm. which is going to be directed by Edgar Wright, and it's based off the Neil Gaiman book about a father who goes on an adventure to find milk for his daughter. Nice. Yep. That sounds like it's just quirky enough. It's really, be, yeah. It's it's for a really, Johnny Depp to fit and Edgar Wright to want to direct it. And mm-hmm. it it's going to be a, a whimsical adventure. Yeah, yeah. As Johnny Depp is known to do. <laughs> the in Rum between, Diary. In, in, yeah, in between being mobsters, being mobsters and pirates. Yeah, you know. Well, one pirate, but a so, single pirate. One pirate. The the arguably the most important pirate. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Except I wasn't a huge fan of 4 just because it felt like too much Captain Jack. I don't even remember what 4 was. So on Stranger Tides. It's oh. With the mermaids. I was like that always forget that that movie Super exists. Christian guy, and then he fell in love with the mermaid. And then there was like that, that dream sequence thing with the crabs, or was that? No, no, no. That was. World we're at World's at World, End. Yeah, World's End. Then that's what, what that was. I know I saw that movie, but I don't remember what happened at all. Penelope Cruz is in it. She was like his love interest. She also filmed it while she was pregnant. I had to do a lot of oh. editing. Though. So, you go, girl. Yeah. Um, I don't... Blackbeard's I, in it. Honestly, I am completely blanking on yeah. all of the events of that movie. Okay. Like, I, mean, I, I know I've seen it. I saw it a couple I, times. I believe you. And then one, one was literally because... Um, I think it, they were playing it outside on, like, during the move-in weekend. Oh, okay. And I had, like, moved in earlier. So it was intended for the freshman, but I think at the time I was, like, a sophomore maybe. And, they don't um, do that anymore. No. Nah. Well, they do certain events, but um, that wasn't – I remember that was a specific thing, and I was like, yeah, I want to watch a movie outside. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty cool because it was a summer night, and they projected up onto Pogue. It That's was cool. cool. And you could get popcorn and stuff. It was fun. Oh. Well, popcorn's always a plus. Um. Anyway, so <laughs> from pirates and not really even pirates, just Johnny Depp uh, to wizards, I guess. So on miscellaneous, you know, I guess this could kind of tie into movies. Kind of, but not, but not really. really. Um, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the play that has been announced. Um, it was announced a little while ago, wasn't it? Like a couple, couple months ago. No, oh, it was like last week. Weeks ago? It's like. Last week, like Friday. I thought it's been known for a little while. Maybe oh. I'm just crazy. Maybe I saw the future. You could have. Um, I do that. I get like deja vu from dreams yeah. a lot. So. But anyway, Harry yeah. Potter and the Cursed Child is going to be a play in, it's just, it's only going to be in London, right? Yeah. It's a yeah. two-part play. Two-part play. And it is set 19 years after the events of the Deathly Hallows. Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently, part of the plot, Harry's past comes back to haunt him as his son, Albus, has to deal with his family's legacy and his future. Um, apparently, if, you, if you're if you trying to get tickets here you in America... To, you have to registration. Registration for pre-sale opportunities <laughs> are available now and will premiere in July. So let me, let me clarify that for you. You can register for the chance to pre-buy your tickets. Yep. 
and you only have to like tomorrow to do that. So yeah, tomorrow being the twenty seventh, I think it might yeah. be the twenty eighth actually. So you might have. So to if, if you want to spend the money to fly over to London, if you're assuming you're in the United States, listen London, to this. it's expensive. Oh, it's it's, like it's not a cheap. Yeah, it's not a cheap flight. I, I've done it. Um, well, I flew into Manchester, but still, um, expensive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that should be. I'm. I want to see it, but I. There's no I'm, way. I'm interested in the story, but I yeah. might just like, after it's been out a while, I'm sure they'll have the synopsis on like Wikipedia or something. There's else. absolutely no way I can make it to see. Yeah, it. As no. As much the, as I like, would like to. If they brought it to the United States and on like Broadway or something. On Broadway, yeah. you know, maybe. I would. Maybe, I would yeah, watch it I would, then. Yeah. I would take a trip to New York to see that. That'd yeah. be cool. But. You know, if nothing else happens in that way, then I guess I'll just read the synopsis. I hope it's on, good. You know, Wikipedia or something. Yeah. Like, I, I really hope it's good and yeah. it's not just an add on unnecessary tale. Yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like Deathly Hollows. does that a lot now. Yeah. You know. I, s- I feel like Deathly Hollows is a very good ending to Harry Yeah, Potter. no, and it's. Well, that's kind of the weird thing is I, I'm curious what Albus has to do deal with yeah in general because the last line in the book is and his scar never hurt him again so it's implying like peace you know i'm not saying like voldemort's back no but but the fact that his past comes back to haunt him what else could that be right yeah it's not like that's the only main it's not like harry was like oh yeah i forgot i beat up that kid i did some dark stuff maybe something with the malfoys yeah, but I feel like but they, they're but they like of, made up yeah. at the end, you know, like at the end in the prelude. Exultude. Yeah, exultude. <laughs> um to the book. He you know, they, they like nods at him. It was like, Sup, yeah, Alfoy, we're still not friends, but like They don't hate each other. They don't yeah, so I don't in I don't see like Malfoy's kid, which I don't remember what his name is. It's a very it's like Serpico. It's like, it's like Dark Lordicus. Something uh, with Scorpion. <laughs> Super Scorpio. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Scorpion. The character from Mortal Kombat is Malfoy's son. Makes sense. Um, Makes a lot of sense. Yes. Actually. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't see he him being it. So I don't. I don't. So know. there's really there's not much unless that... like Albus finds the Half Blood Prince book that they hid and he starts doing some dark magic. I don't. Well, that's still a really lame plot like, for. A, Play. The cursed child. I'm gonna assume. Is... Are they actually getting the Harry Potter actors? For I don't. It? I don't know. Honestly, I don't think they're that. Because I feel like a lot of people are gonna be disappointed if they if go and they're not... like, "You're not Daniel Radcliffe." I would be. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I definitely would be if you're gonna do a stage version. Yeah. I mean, I can understand if they bring it to America that like they're not gonna want to keep that whole cast tied down. If there's like only like a few shows, though, I feel like. Yeah, they could do it, but yeah. anyway, like they all have theater experience. Yeah, at they this do. Point. Radcliffe yeah. has been in a lot of Broadway He's in that plays. Really weird one, Equus. Equus. Um, with the horse, with the donkey, horse, horse, the horse. horse. Yeah, that's, that's a weird thing. But the cursed child obviously means I'm going to assume is Albus Severus yeah. Potter in this yeah situation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's another thing is you could have the original actors and maybe Harry's not even really in that that much if it's focusing on Albus. Yeah. Yeah, so then you can get anybody. But what's going to happen? I like, don't know. Why is he cursed? Who yep. cursed him? The cursed child. He he tells nearly headless Nick that he's a jerk. 
Uh-oh. And then That's the like, troubled past. Yo, bro. There we go. Your dad was cool. You're not. You're cursed. The yep. Bloody Baron also killed the Grey Lady. That's what he just. That's that's his line. Maybe like, <laughs> just I, really, you know, just tells him. Something. Like really, everything is wrapped up at the end of Death of Gallows. Yeah, pretty much. So like, what could possibly happen? The only people that I think are overly confused about the Harry Potter franchise are the people that didn't read the book. Maybe, but even then, because the even does there's a, a lot of stuff job. there that you know. Yeah. That they left. It. I mean, you have to, but there, I always thought it was really there. weird that it's like. People who just watch the movies really have no idea the significance of Grindelwald. It's just no, kind of like, oh, apparently Dumbledore was friends with this guy that was a jerk. The end. Yeah, Let's and it's not like... Secret hidey hole. It's not like, oh, yeah, by the way, Dumbledore almost teamed up with basically the wizard equivalent of Hitler. They were in love. They were in love. Well... Allegedly. Didn't... D- Dumbledore loved... Grindelwald, Grindelwald, but I don't think Grindelwald was yeah. into that. Maybe. Maybe not. Probably not. Something like that. I mean, that's another one of the things that, like, J.K. Rowling just added afterwards. Yeah, that is true. Were she like, does that a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, that's the thing, is I don't care about Dumbledore's sexual orientation. No. I always just assumed he was kind of, like, non-sexual. Yeah, asexual. Asexual? Yeah. yeah. That's what I wanted to say, asexual, but... It's just like also when I say asexual, I always think of it, like cells no, that's that not split it. themselves. That's not it. That's not it. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Dumbledore just was like probably, Dumbledore too. He probably has that power, but probably does. Like Aberforth is actually just Dumbledore yeah. too. But no, I mean, I think had it even been somewhat remotely implied in the novels, it would have made a bit more sense. Yeah. But she's just like, oh yeah, he's gay. Like. Oh. Okay. But then you're not representing the gay community with him. You're right. just saying he is. You're just saying he is, and there was, like, nothing in the book that, yeah. like, tied into that. And, like, that's not saying every gay character needs to represent the community, but no. they, they yeah. do. They are, just in nature, yeah. somewhat representative. So, like, yeah. that's a whole conversation I'm not going to get into <laughs> on the podcast. Right. And there was the whole thing where she was just, like, Oh yeah, Hermione shouldn't have married Ron, but no, I had her do it. You know what? That yeah, that's. Something. I'm like, no, it makes sense, J.K. Rowling. It you don't understand sense. your own book. <laughs> You're and wrong, Voldemort. You pronounce the T. Yeah, sorry, J.K. Never giving that up, ever. Sorry, J.K. You had the chance to correct it. You didn't. Yeah. Now it's a lie. Like, now it's a you lie. Can't, you can't come out, come at us like 20 years after the book. If the movies came out and they were saying Voldemort, <laughs> then you're right. You're fine. Yeah. I was pronouncing it wrong. He's not French. No. You know, the name is derived from French, but he's not French, so he would probably pronounce the T. Also. He came up with that name, too. Yeah. So it's not like he was like... Tom is like a... T is pretty important in the name Tom, too. Yeah, it's not like like his (laughs) parents were French and were like, we will call him Voldemort. Yeah. No, his name is it's it's Voldemort. It's Voldemort, and you they pronounced it in the movies, and you didn't stop them. So lies. This is your fault, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> See, you made Logan cry. What do you? There was Gosh. also a big thing on Twitter once about her neat, her trimming her hedges, like shut down a street in London because <laughs> the hedges at her house needed trimmed. Incredible. And there was a lot of jokes about that. Yeah, but anyway. 
Um, I Finally. guess, do you want to just, like, say this last point, and then we'll just be like, bye? <laughs> yeah. So the last, um, the last kind of relatively not even remotely important piece of information we but have. But it's, it also is the mo- most important thing that should ever be acknowledged today. The first season of Bob Ross's The Joy of Painting is now available on YouTube. So now you, you. can hide happy little trees mm-hmm. in places, too. Yep. He was in the Air Force. Yeah. Bob Ross, what a guy. Rest in peace. My great-grandfather was a big fan of him. He's, uh, you know, he's he was great. I love Bob Ross. He's just so I wish he would teach me to paint. Happy. I guess I'm going to watch. I'm going to learn to paint because of Bob Ross. You should do it. Painting's yeah. not easy. And it'll just be our little secret, Britain. We're just going to have a nice bush over here, and you're not going to have to know about it. Plop it down. Yeah. Maybe we hit a body back there, but that's our secret. No one has to know. And with that... <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, with that. We have a website. We do have a website. Well, I mean, it's through Facebook, so it's Facebook.com. Facebook has a website that is ours. Facebook is the platform on which we pitch Use our social media and market thing. Yes. ourselves. Um, yes. Our Facebook.com is Facebook.com slash IWTO podcast. Imagine that. We also have our SoundCloud, mm-hmm. which isn't ours, but rather We're on it. Edinburgh Now's SoundCloud. Edinburgh Now being the home of campus all things media. campus media, mm-hmm. soundcloud.com backslash edronow.com. No, don't, don't put two dot coms. That's not going to work. That's going to no, no. put you at, at the It's soundcloud.com slash, slash edronow. Or you can go to edronow.com. And you'll find and all of our stuff um, all of our podcasts there. Yeah. We're under the art section. Yep. Makes sense. We also have our YouTube, it won't turn off, exclamation point. Point. You should be able to find it. If not, um, I'll just send you a link. <laughs> just let me if know. If not, we'll harass you with it. Yeah. So. Yep. Well, so that's that, it. That wraps it up. So um, have a good one, everybody. Have you know, a fantastic just... couple of days. Yeah. We'll be back. We'll be back. On a day. On a day. We'll be back We'll be back. Eventually. Something, you know, we'll just keep doing what we do. Yeah, we'll, we'll do what we do. Goodbye. station live at edinburghnow.com wfse it's right there on the front page are you fans of smoky robinson luther vandros jill scott and Aaliyah, and other well-known r&b artists if so listen to the quiet storm featuring dj cr3 this isn't your new age r&b this is your parents r&b soft and warm the quiet storm tuesday nights from 7 to 9 p.m on wfsc 88.9 fighting scots radio
Supporters of WFSC include Bonnell's Auto Group, featuring collision services in Erie and Fairview, auto glass replacement and repair in Fairview, auto sales in Erie and Fairview, and full rod shop services and restoration in Fairview. Information on each service is on the web at bonnellsauto.com.